Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up? This is Nina Perez and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Thank you so much for being here. I created this show for you, finding the best humans on the planet to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Let's do this. So today I have Tiffany. Oh, Tiffany Burns and I are going to party today. She is a certified money coach and a master mindset coach, a wife and a mother of three. And Tiffany's personal journey with money has shaped her into the powerful advocate for financial empowerment. And as you guys know, we are always trying to challenge the way we think. No stinking thinking here on this show, okay? (laughs) So um, Tiffany, I'm really glad you're here. And I reached out to you because I really liked what you were saying. And I, I really resonated with your, your the way you had that mindset, the way you were talking about money, like you're straight up about it. And I love that. And so this is straight talk. So we're going to get into some straight talking. But before mm-hmm. we get there, Tiff, um, <laughs> tell me a little bit about you. Who is Tiffany Burns? You know, who are you? Let's, let's, let's start there. Yes, I love this question. So, you know, usually we start with all the titles, right? Like you you, mm-hmm. you kind of went through some of those, but I like to tell people what I call like the essence of who I am. So at yes. my core, I'm a dreamer. I love thinking about the future and all the things that are possible and really thinking about this abundant life that people talk about. So I'm a dreamer, but I'm also a problem solver. So as soon as I start to have these dreams and ideas and visions, my brain immediately goes and says, okay, how can we make this a reality? I love it. Um, I'm a change maker. I love uh, change, right? Some people are afraid of it, but I know that the only way to get to the life that I see is in order for me to change. Um, mm-hmm. I'm an encourager. I love to champion and cheer on other people to pursue their own goals. I'm, I champion and encourage myself sometimes when sometimes I, I'm like, man, that yes. dream is real far away. <laughs> And so I have to pull that out on myself. Um, and I'm a believer. So I also believe that, you know, we are all here for a divine purpose yes. and that there is something greater for our lives. Oh, girl, that has to be the best <laughs> answer I ever got to this question. <laughs> you know, I, Lena, Lena, I, I listened to I was listening to some interviews and I, I heard these um, really accomplished, successful women. And they 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 started with their titles and all yeah. of these different things. I was like, if we strip away all of that, like, who are we at our core? And yeah. so I love this question now of like, who are you? I think just peel back that layer, those layers a little bit and you get to know a little bit more about the person. Yeah, it's so true. And you know, it's funny because when I ask that question and they start with the titles, that's the first thing that's in the back of my head. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we're starting with the titles. Got it. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, I, it, and I think that's how most of us identify, right? We yeah. identify with our work. We identify with our entrepreneurship, our career, what we've learned, stuff like that. And we don't are, uh, you know, I love that you went to the soul. I love mm-hmm. that you went to the to purpose of who you are on this planet, right? I'm also yep. a believer. And I believe that, you know, God puts us on this path. He puts us here for a reason. And if we woke up, we woke up with intention. There's a reason why we're here. And so I I really do believe that to my core, right? So tell me a little bit about that though. Is that something you've always believed in? Like, were you always this, this Tiffany or, you know, did you come from a place where you had to grow this in you? 
Yeah. So there are definitely some pieces of that where I had to, you know, cultivate that and really like start to peel back, you know, the different hats and different titles and the mm-hmm. things that happen to us in life where we start to form a different identity. I'm like, okay, who am I at my core? But the change maker part has always been true. Um, I moved out of my parents' house when I was 19. I got my first job. I was like, you know what? I didn't like the situation. I was like, I'm going to change it. Right. Like my ex-boyfriends, if it. they did something wrong, I'm going to change it. <laughs> and so Good. that part, even with the jobs, right? Like, you know, I've always been the type of person where I can't just complain about something. I, I have to, if it's not working, I have to figure out how to change it. And again, that mm. problem solver piece, it has definitely um, developed over time as I become an adult and read more about self-mastery and self-improvement and all of these mm-hmm, different things. Mm-hmm. We have access to information. So it's helped me become a better problem solver, but that's always been there. Oh, that's good. That's good. And it's, you know, it's funny because, um, I, I do believe that we are gifted with these core values, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, a, a lot of people know my story, but I come from a very abusive background and, you know, you know, poverty and all that kind of stuff, right? You grow, born and raised in the projects, the whole thing, right? So all yeah. good, all good. Um, but I always had the mindset, like, this ain't me though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yeah. ain't me. You know, like, even when I was younger, yeah, this ain't me. I ain't doing all that, you know? Yeah. So it's funny how we have, like, we have that. Now, I think that some humans kind of squish that, right? Yeah. And so we live in a place where they're not congruent to how they're supposed to be living. But yeah. uh, but for a lot of us, I think it's it's that innate thing in you that just makes you be a change maker, like you said, right? Yeah. So, so is this what got you into, like, saying... Because, you know, you left at 19, which is pretty young, right? So that, yeah, that means very you, young. You, were, you were making things happen, right? That's not, <laughs> an, easy, that's not an easy thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, I made a lot of things happen. Right. And so that's part of my journey. Right. I moved out when I was 19, but I didn't know anything about money management. I didn't know anything about how to be a responsible adult at that point. And so I made a lot of money mistakes, um, you know, really early on, you know, from maxing out credit cards to being late on all my payments to being late on bills and account being in the negative, all of these different things. Right. I was 19. I had a job. I was I had my own place. So I was I was living that party lifestyle. Um, And so I made a lot of mistakes along the way uh, because I took that road. But all of those things have helped me to get to where I am now, because if I didn't make those mistakes, I wouldn't have this story now that I can relate to and identify with my clients. Like I've been mm-hmm. there since, like I have struggled with money. I didn't grow up in a household where we talked about this stuff. I've done right. all of the things that you are not supposed to do with money. Um, and now I've gotten to the other side and I can help you get there too. So do you remember that feeling? Do you remember, do you have like a, a moment in time where you look back and go, Oh, that was awful when that happened to me. When it comes to money, did you have? Yeah. Do you have that? Do you have that story or something like in your back pocket? I want. Which hear one it. do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Whichever Which one, one comes at you. There's, there's so many, comes right? At you. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot. But one of the hardest moments, um, and it was you know just uh, a snowball, I guess, from all of the mistakes that I had made um, when my husband and I bought our first home in 2013, um, I couldn't get my name on the title or the loan Mm -hmm. because my credit was so bad. Even though I had income, my credit Mm -hmm. was so bad. We wouldn't have qualified for that mortgage if I put my name on it. And that was like, it was such a bittersweet moment because we're here celebrating our first home and we're married. So, you know, my husband's like, you know, it's ours, you know, he's trying to reassure me, but inside, like as he's signing the papers and everybody's going around, like, and I'm just sitting there Mm -hmm. and it was such a like 
gut check um, in that moment. Uh, that's one of the biggest moments that stands out financially. Like that was like wow. me having to really face the mistakes that I had made and the consequences that came with it. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I felt it too when you were saying Yeah, it. I felt I it too because I've tears, so been there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I've been there, right? When you need a co-signer for the car, mm -hmm. you know, with your first car, you're like, oh, I hate this yeah. feeling so much. Yeah. So, so how did you get out of it? What, like, what was your process, right? Because, okay, so that happened. I'm sure you didn't go home immediately and say, I'm on a budget as of today, right? <laughs> no. Of course not, <laughs> right? So what was that like? Because I think, you know, a lot of like a lot of the people that listen to my show are are um, leaders and entrepreneurs, right? That doesn't mean they got their money stuff together, though. That just means yeah. they're leaders and entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. Um, but some of them, I'm sure, are looking at their bank account right now and going, "What the f is happening right now?" Right. Yeah. So, give me that, Tiffany. Like, give me that that gut check, that reality check, that that first step. What 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 should they do? What what is that? to get them out of that feeling. Cause that's a bad feeling. A Although bad feeling. we ha we have to transcend that feeling though. You yeah. have to feel that feeling, right? Uh -huh. Cause you yeah. got to remember it. So you don't keep doing that same mistake. So exactly. talk, talk to me about that. Yeah. So, um, and it's the same process that I take my clients through, right? I had a vision. Um, and this was a couple of maybe a year and a half after we purchased that home, you know, we bought the house. I had my daughter, we racked up $91,000 in debt in like 18 months, right? New house, new baby, bought a new car, all of the things, right? We're living the American dream. So we're just right. racking up a bunch of debt. Um, and when I was transitioning to be, um, I was pregnant with my second child. We were trying to figure out, we're crunching numbers, trying to figure out if I should become a stay-at-home mom or if I was going to continue working. And at, at that point, I was working part-time in retail. So it wasn't like I was bringing in a substantial amount of money. And so right. we're crunching numbers, trying to figure out what will make the most sense. And that's when we realized how much debt we had. We didn't look at you know all of the things that we were piling up. We just really taking on payments and just kind of yeah. just- making things happen. Um, and when we finally saw that number, Nina, I feel like I had a vision, like actually it was two visions. I saw, and God, you know, I feel like God speaks to me in visions and mm -hmm. he gives me mm -hmm. glimpses of my life. And I believe that God loves showing us the things that are possible for us if we ask. So these are things that I tell my clients to do too. Show me, God, show me pieces of my life. What is possible for me? On the one side, I saw, you know, my husband and I together, we were traveling with our kids. We were, you know, tr um, my husband and I were retired like swinging on little like rocking chairs. It was it was a, a nice life, right? And then on the other side of that, I saw financial stress. I saw me and my husband possibly being divorced. Um, mm. I saw, you know, just my life in chaos, which I had seen all this that whole scenario already played out in some of my family members or friends and other adults in my life. I saw that that scenario all too often. That felt very real. And yeah. I had a choice to make. Which life did I want to live? And once I really start to sit down and think about, okay, which one? That was almost a no-brainer. That was a light bulb moment for me because it was, okay, I have to face this. And, and this is this is the moment where you're either going to stay in this or you're going to do something different. And mm -hmm. that's the first step that I have my clients 
uh, go through is what do you want your life to look like? If you could, and you and God could imagine the your ideal life, what does that look like? And then yeah. I want you to think about on the other side of that, what's at stake? If we continue on a path that you are on, what could this life look like? And when people really start to compare those two, it's the catalyst that they need to change. Yeah. Yeah. Because visual visualization is powerful. Mm -hmm. That Very. is super powerful because it really, you know, our minds anyway, most of the things that we do in life are, or when we think of the past, those are, those are all visualization techniques, mm -hmm. right? You're looking at the past, thinking of the future. People don't realize that, but the, you know, what has happened to you has already physically happened, but we're visualizing or going into our subconscious to come up with these things. Right. Yeah. And so this, I do, I do similar things with my clients as well. I love that you do that because you are really showing them you're yourself creating the event or the contrast. Yeah. Right. You yeah. yourself are creating it. So you're the creator of that vision. What are you going to do about it? That's yep. good, Tiffany, because you're putting their you're putting their imagination, but you're also giving them stake and ownership in which one they're going to choose. Yeah. They can choose the struggle if they want to. Yeah. That is an option. Right. But that is an option. Now you are making a more conscious choice. Conscious. Right now you yeah. I love it. Yep. So yep. now you're not just going through life on autopilot. You're not just letting things happen. You have now at this point consciously chosen the struggle. Yep. And you know, I think of when you say autopilot, think of, you know, oh, people always being on the fence, whether they want to do something or not, whether they want to be active in their life, like a non-player character where they don't want to do anything in their life or they want to be active. Right. So they yeah. NPC or not. Right. So I always think of this story um, about this gentleman I was watching and he was a, he was an atheist. And this is why it's so powerful because he said he had a dream and in his dream, he had a vision. He was deep in his dream. And in one side of the vision, he saw Jesus and this beautiful like park and like people and everybody was joyful. And when he turned his head the other way, it was Satan and it was dark and it was ugly and it was scary. And he said he couldn't believe it because he's an atheist. So he doesn't even believe in this stuff. But this is the vision he had. Right. And he was walking alongside. He was walking on top of a fence. Right. So he looked one side and then he looked at the other and then boom, everything blanked out. And it was just him on top of the fence. And so Satan comes back and says, oh, great. There you are. I was looking for you. And the guy said, excuse me, hold on. I, I didn't, I didn't choose you. I'm on the fence. And Satan says, yeah, I own the fence. Ooh. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So he woke up from that dream and became a believer. Cause yeah. he's like, Nope, I'm not on the fence no more. I know exactly uh -huh. where I want to be. Yeah. That's how we have to be with life. Yeah. Like, the, you know, the enemy or the darkness in your life owns the fence. Yeah. Make a choice. Make you a choice. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Make a choice. You're either going to do something to be active in your life or you're not. But the on the fence thing is BS. That's what we do to ourselves <laughs> to make ourselves feel comfortable. That's what we yeah. do to ourselves to make ourselves not have to do something. So we procrastinate or we put it mm -hmm. off. I've been there, Tiffany. I've been there. Yeah. You think I want yeah. to look at all my debt? No, I do not. <laughs> but I also know that it's extremely important because if you don't have reality and you'll realize, and you, you probably can attest to this, you'll realize how much money extra you actually do have. You actually have a little extra yeah. because you're not spending it on, on frivolous things. So get off the damn fence. Get and off make the a decision. Fence. 
right? <laughs> Listen, there's there's comfort. There's there's comfort in that fence, right? Really like you is. don't have to. There's you don't have to make a decision. But I, I right. love that. That's such a powerful um, story. I'm a, I might have to use that. Yeah, go ahead and use it. It's not my story, but yeah. I know that it, it really affected my life, right? Because yeah. then I realized that you know a lot of a decision to. I'm one of those people anyway that grabs life by the horns and makes decisions. But at the same time, there are fear things in my life, right? And so when I get to those points in my life, and all of us have them, that's when I say, get off the fence, Nina. The enemy mm -hmm. owns the fence. You know what I'm saying? So um, I love that you're doing that with them because I think that's a huge point of start for someone to yeah. make the decision. And then what do you do with them after that? Because they've made the decision. So now they're saying, all right, Tiff, this is what I want to do, Tiffany. I want to actually do something about my life. Cause I doubt anybody comes to you and says, you know what? I'm going to choose the, I'm going to choose the <laughs> other route. Right. I mean, if they do, then they're not ready to work with you. That's they're just, just not ready. ready. Yeah. And right. I've, I've, I've met plenty of people and women who are just aren't ready yet. And right. Right. You know, again, that's the, I'm, I'm going to start using that fence. You're on the fence. Um, yeah. Good. <laughs> but you, but uh, I, do you work with women and men or just women or mostly women? I okay. have worked with um, just a few couples um, okay. so partners, um, but mostly women. Okay. Great. Um, but after we, after we create that vision and really start to see what is at stake. Right. And, and I like us to also think about like, not just what's at stake for you, because a lot of us are mothers, a lot of us are caregivers and we have people who are connected to us. So like, if you don't do this, like what is the impact that it has on other people? And mm -hmm. again, we need that catalyst. Um, but after we have that real like come to Jesus moment, um, then we start to bring some recognition. Okay, where is your current money mindset? You know, what are some of the experiences? What are the fears? Mm -hmm. What are the um, the money story? Like what are the things that you inherited? What are the things that you are believing that are true about money that isn't true that we need to shift before we can start digging into the numbers, right? Because yes. no one wants to start with, Yes. looking at bank accounts and pulling up credit report. No one wants to start with that. But like, once we start to really figure out, man, this is where I inherited these beliefs. I love it. This isn't working for me. This is not working for my, it didn't work for my mom. It didn't work for my sister. It didn't work for anybody else. So I need to be the one that changes these beliefs if mm -hmm. I want to get to that vision. Um, and then we start to it. dig into the numbers after we work through some of that money mindset um, noise too. Yeah, you have to, right? Because I, yeah. I do this, I do this with my clients where I deal with shame. That's that's my mm -hmm. game, you know, is shame and um unforgiveness and unwanted behaviors and all that, right? And the reason I deal with all that is because I have a big, you know, uh story where I had to deal and overcome with all of that stuff. But I know that that blocks women from being their best version of themselves, especially when they're trying to create that business and all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. I, I used to be a business coach, right? So I taught people how to create that business and get it going. But then I realized they kept getting stuck on a wall. They kept getting hitting a wall. And I'm like, okay, I know what this is. This is the fact that we have to deal with that mindset piece first. You first. can't even start building this business because I can't even get you to believe in yourself, let alone build the business. Yeah. I love that you're doing that. That's what you're doing. You're saying, yeah. nope, we're going to get your mind right. So you can get your money. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because if you show them the money, you, I mean, I, and I'm pretty sure that you can just give them a budget and say, here you go, but <laughs> they'll be back to you again in three months because they never accomplished it because the mind isn't right. Exactly. I love that you do it that way. I love yeah. that. So yeah. tell, tell me about what that looks like. Do they, do they, that do they contact you and then they work with you for several months? Is it a, is it a couple of weeks? Like, what does your program look like? 
Yeah. So my program is a minimum of six months because it Good. takes that long, you know, Good. even just to get started with the, the mindset we are digging into again, your money story. Like what are those past experiences? What are things that you've inherited from your personal experience? Things that you're telling yourself, you know, the, the time that I maxed out my credit card, right? Like right. That, again, that shame and that guilt that you're starting to carry and how do you start believing in yourself and building up that confidence and, and, proven to yourself that you have the skills to do um to do what it needs what needs mm -hmm. to get done um but then we start to shift into the actual money stuff right because we still need to get things done with the money mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then we create the budget then we start to first we look at the bank statements and see like what are the patterns what are the the trends what is actually happening with the money now i think one of the things that people are afraid of when they they think about like working with a money coach or a financial advisor or anybody that deals with money is that they're going to look at their bank statements and be like this is bad. Yeah. You can't spend any money on anything ever. Um, and the approach that I take with my clients is a lot different, right? Which is one we are looking at, we already know what the vision is, but then we start to look at your values. What are the, some of the things that are most important to you? Mm -hmm, and how can mm -hmm. we protect and prioritize those things in your budget so you never feel like you're, you're being, you have to sacrifice everything or that you're completely mm -hmm. deprived of the things that are important to you. And yeah. then we start to buy incrementally, like start to shave things off or adjust your income, right? Like, cause it's not always about cutting things out. How can we bring in more? Mm -hmm. um, and so we we start to create that gap so that we can start to do some of the things that we need to do. But it's not it's not always about like taking everything away um, and or doing that or not taking things away in a way where you're like, OK, scorched earth. There's nothing to eat. I can't yeah. ever have fun again because then that's not sustainable. The right. thing that we're trying to do here is to create a sustainable lifestyle shift to where you can manage money in alignment with this life and this vision that you're going to create and realizing that it takes time. Um, and so you can give yourself the grace to make those things happen. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that, right? Because I think that, uh, it, you know, the, the rice and beans scenario does work for some people because some people yeah. are built that way and yeah. it works, right? Because every program will work if you work it, yeah. right? The thing is, is that you have to find what works for you. And that, that, that is a, a, a point of contention to, for Tiffany, for people who are thinking when I work with Tiffany, she's going to tell me I can't do my nails no more. You know what I'm saying? Or she's going to tell me I can't do my hair. And those things are really important to me. And they might be really important to you. That, that, that could be true. But I love that you're saying maybe that doesn't have to come off. Yeah. Maybe it's something else that we can just kind of work on. And I also love that you mentioned, what about another money stream? What yeah. about something else coming in? Because I, I, I know you probably uh, deal with this as well. But in our mindset, when we are overwhelmed, we can't see another way. Yeah. You know, because yep. you are so clogged, your mind yeah. is clogged, your energy is clogged, your heart is clogged. And when you're clogged that way, you cannot see the opportunities that are around you in front yep. of you. You know, right. Do you do yeah. that with them too? like have them oh, absolutely. see creatively? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the problem solver in me. Right. And so I'm I can look at it objectively and say, hey, have you tried this? What approaches can we take here? I work with entrepreneurs, you know, like almost giving them like marketing and business tips. Hey, try this, right? Yeah. Like to to reach different clients, try this networking event to, you know, bring in more leads for your business. Um, and so again, like when you're in the forest, sometimes you can't, you can't tell the forest from the trees, right? So true. And so you just need that other person to look at things to give you different points of view. But I, I am a huge advocate, especially for women, 
to go after making more money instead of just focusing on taking everything away. Yeah. I mean, I had one of my first clients, like her birthday was that month. And she's like, oh, I'm not going to do anything. I was like, yeah, right. Let's go ahead and put this line item in here for your birthday. And she was happy that, you know, I helped her prioritize that because yeah. it wasn't something that she felt like she could do. Right. She didn't right. feel like she could do it because she had that, because she was trying to get her money together. And I was like, no, you can do both. And the problem that I have with the rice and beans thing, um, and not that there's anything wrong with that, that philosophy. And again, it works for people. I mean, we, that's how we started with our debt-free journey is, mm -hmm. you know, the seven baby steps. Right. But when you come from a family um, that has scarcity, poverty, lack of mindset traits, you are trading in one toxic relationship with yeah. money for another one. You yeah. aren't really shifting into abundance and all of the things that are possible. Um, so and good. so it was really, it. really limiting for me. So I had to, you know, create my own different mindset around money because I started to look, okay, you know, I don't deserve to spend money on this because I haven't accomplished X, Y, Z yet. And it's not, it's not a healthy relationship that we're creating when we start to really deprive ourselves of everything that's important to us. So yeah, I, 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 I appreciate, um, that it works for some people. I started yeah. there and, you know, I, I've found a different way that allows you to really feel the enjoyment of money. You don't have yeah. to wait. Because again, yeah. we don't know how long we have to live, right? Exactly. Like, tomorrow exactly. is not promised to us. So how can we create some responsible and intentional ways to use money that still align with our vision, that still get the things done, to get rid of the debt, to save money, to build the wealth that don't have you feeling completely sacrificed and deprived? Uh, yes. And I agree with everything you just said. And also because I started that way as well with the rice and bean idea, but what it was doing for me was reinforcing the poverty mentality mm -hmm. that I had. It was yeah. reinforcing it. And I realized that because I was, I was getting into a cycle of stuck and I said, okay, what's, what's that about? What is that? Cause I'm like, you, I'm a problem solver too. I'm like, mm -hmm. what is that about? What do I question myself a lot? Yeah. Like, what is that happening? Why is this happening? Is that yep. real? You know, that type of thing. So let me ask you this because this is a little bit, not, uh, like uh practical and logical but more like uh energy and spiritual so do you believe that what we put out there you receive like do you do you believe in energy like do you believe that the way you the way you show up the way you look at life the way you also brings abundance to you how do you feel about that absolutely okay <laughs> absolutely yeah. yes and then even with like you know money having energy right how do yes. you shift the way that we receive our money Right. Yes. When you think about when you're getting, you know, a client invoices you and they pay a bill or you get paid on your job. When you think about that money that's coming in, are you like, oh, I got to pay this bill, this bill and this bill? Or are you like, oh, thank you for this money that I have. I get to do X, yes. Y and Z. I yep. get to, you know, give I get to pay off this debt. I get to get closer to my vision, right? Like those, mm -hmm. even that mm -hmm. little shift. Um, there's so many things that we have to change energetically when it comes to how we are thinking about money. Yeah. Again, how you show up in the world, when you go right. to your job, when you're showing up in your business, are you like, Oh, I really need this client because I need money in my business. Or it's like, are you welcoming? I'm going to be a source of power and impact this person that is on the other side of my screen. I am about to change their life through my business. And that completely changes the energy that you have um, and the the probably the client that you will get um, and so many different things. So yes, so absolutely good. believe so in good. that energetic shift and change exchange. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, 
first of all, you answered that beautifully. So I freaking love it. <laughs> and also, I love this conversation because it's stuff like that, that I want, you know, people who are listening to get right. I mean, my podcast, thank you everyone who listens has been growing and it's, it's uh, reaching a lot of ears, which is so beautiful. Right. And it's because I do this actually with the intention of love. I really yeah. do. And the intention of spreading a different shift in mind. Right. Yeah. And some of us are bogged down right now, especially with, with the prices being high and inflation and all this stuff. And, and we're and here we are media and everything is all fear-based. Right. And that's why I try my hardest to get away from like news and all that kind of stuff, because that's all fear mongering yeah. and separation, right? Separating people with color, separating people with religion, separating people with gender, separating, separate, separate. And mm -hmm. I feel like we are stronger together. We are stronger if we're uplifting each other, loving each other, pushing each other forward, embracing each other. And then you can get through all of the lacks that we are all afraid of. Right. Yeah. So I was talking to my son about this because I told my son, I said, you know, uh, a few months ago, I was like really struggling with, um, you know, with like all oh, the, the debt was piling up because we moved to a new state, like all the stuff was happening. And I said to him, I, I sat with it. I sat with mm -hmm. that emotion. I sat with the feeling. I put down all of my numbers on paper. I said, okay, it's actually not so bad. I got I can get through this. Yes. As soon as I said, you know, thank you God for the abundance in my life, because you are such a good guy. Cause I've been homeless. I've been living in my car. I've been lived in shelters. So I know what this feels like. Right. Yeah. So I said, this feeling is trauma. Right. So I got to get mm -hmm. this feeling out. And as soon as I did that, Tiffany clients, yeah, clients, clients, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, see, that's you unblock, that's right. Shift. You unblock. And now you're looking at opportunities. You're looking at really serving others. And when you serve others, God will, will open up doors for you that you cannot close. Right. So absolutely, I love that you're doing that. I love that you are impacting because you're not just impacting that person. You're impacting generations. When you are working with somebody who is doing money stuff in your life, are y'all paying attention? Y'all, I hope y'all <laughs> listening. Okay. When you get your money, right, you're yeah. going to get your money right for the generations to come. Yep. Right. Because I know the same way, the lack of money in my family also trickle down through generations. Yep. It's the same way you could shift it and take it back so that you yep. can get the next generation. I, I, I see you agreeing with me. Yes, listen, you are. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like that's what you're doing. Like, I yeah. really feel like that's what you're doing when you yeah. put your voice out there on your media, which I actually love your page, by the way. Thank so, you. You know, um, I listen to you. I, I go on there. I, I watch what you're going to say because I like your energy. I really like what you're putting out there. So thank I you, love you. that you're serving people the way you are, Tiffany. And I'm really, yeah. really grateful to you for being on the show. I am so grateful. Thank you. Yes. yes. I, I was going to say one quick thing um, yeah. to kind of wrap up what you just mentioned when we're talking yeah, about please. Um, shifting and changing generations, right? Because there's this big emphasis on generational wealth and creating trust funding babies and all of these different things. And that is great. That is a beautiful thing. If we are able to put together assets that we can pass down to our children yeah. and grandchildren, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But even more powerful than that is the mindset. If we can help them 
think differently about money, if we can teach them not to worry and stress Love about it. money, to use money as a resource and not their source, if we can start to really change um, their money story and the foundation that they have with money, that is even more powerful than giving them assets. Mm -hmm, because if mm -hmm. we don't give them the proper foundation, if we don't give them the proper mindset around money, we can give them all the assets in the world and they will squander it. So yep. we have to be um, just really mindful of that as we're talking about, you know, changing generations. If we change the way that you're thinking about it, we can help the way that they think about it too. It's so true. I talk to my, I have grandkids, right? So I talk to my grandkids about that. And I say to them, listen, you get unplugged from the matrix. Like as soon as you feel negativity or wrong things coming your way or, or attacks or whatever, for you having your own ideas and thoughts and for you thinking for yourself, just say, oh, they're part of the matrix. Unplug from the matrix. Yeah. And so my prayer, even uh, my, my 14 year old knows it by heart, but my little one, he is uh, three and I say, okay, let's pray. He goes, yes, grandma. I said, let's do it. He goes, I'm the head and not the tail above and not beneath in front and not behind. I'm a leader, not a follower. Right. So I'm like, yes. So you're right. You yeah. start to instill that, yeah. that verbiage and the mind mm -hmm. shift and the setting of their minds to think differently. They are going to look different than we ever did. And yep. I love that. Right. Yeah. Because yep. I'm sure that you, well, you already said it. You also shifted from where your family looked like. Yep. I shifted from what my family looked like. So why wouldn't you want your kids to have a bigger shift than what yep. you did? Right. Exactly. Yep. So cool. All right. So before I let you go, because I don't want to, and we're going to be here for like three hours. <laughs> I just want you to give my audience like a way that they can love you as much as I do. So give us all of your like handles and your website and all that stuff, because I know that people are afraid to, to yeah. be honest, right. About yeah. what they're going through financially. They, you know, they're successful, so they don't want you to think they're not, you know, that kind of thing. What I love though, Tiffany, is that they don't have to tell the world, but it would be good to have someone who knows what they're doing yep. to guide them through the steps so that they don't have to have any shame, any embarrassment or anything with it. And I think you're the girl for it. So give it to me, Tiffany. Give Thank it. you. Give it up. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you can connect with me on Instagram. That's my favorite. Uh, Instagram and threads now are my two favorite uh, social media platforms to hang out. And you can find me at The Lotus Legacy um, on both of those platforms. You can check out my website. It's www.thelotuslegacy.co. So no com.co um, to look at more about my offers. I am excited to announce this is the first time uh -oh. that I'm publicly announcing that one-on-one um, -on -one coaching is back. So I have taken a break Good. from one-on-one -on -one coaching. So that is back. Um, I do love community. I love bringing women together. Um, it was a beautiful thing to run these group coaching programs and to have a community where women are seeing that they're not the only ones going through their challenges and experiences um, to really bring them together. Um, but there is still some hesitancy and fear around coming to a, a community or a group and talking about all of the things. So I am really excited to announce that one-on-one -on -one coaching is back. So if you yeah. are interested in, in doing the work, but you aren't ready to put yourself out there in a group setting, um, you can sign up for group coaching uh, or one-on-one -on -one coaching now. Um, I also do group coaching, which will be launching again in October. That is Good. a, uh, again, six-month program. Um, and we do take breaks throughout it. But again, it takes that long for us to really start to see those shifts. Yeah. So go to my website, um, thelotuslegacy.co so that you can learn more about those offers. And, and thank you so much, Nina, for having me. This was an oh, amazing so conversation. Glad. Thank you. It was an amazing conversation. I got a lot out of it. So thank you so much, Tiffany, because 
I, you know, I want all of you guys who are listening to really pay attention. Like, I mean, I can't even believe that she's offering up the one-on-one thing. So just grab it and go for it because you don't have to think you're alone. Honestly, you're not alone. I have still struggles financially. We all still have some stuff that we got to work on in our lives. And so it doesn't matter how successful you are. You could be a CEO of a major, you know, company. What it doesn't matter, guys. What you guys need to do is to get off of it and get off the fence. Pick a side, make it happen. All right. So I have her on here for a reason. I told you she was a gem and I told you she was going to come on here to, to grow, challenge and transform your thinking. So Tiffany, thank you so much for spending our time here speaking about this important topic. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. You are the best. Okay. I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do. And I appreciate you guys being on here. If you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email me at hello at straight talk, no sugar edit.com. I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you. Love you. Love you. This is Dina Perez. Straight talk, no sugar added. Until next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.